Hi everybody, I'm Jeff Suckendorf, CEO of UTD. I don't even know my name, my company anymore. It's changed. We did <laughs> what, that five times. Is the name we changed? Did that. Yeah, it's UTD Scuba Diving now, not Unified Team Diving anymore. Well, it's Unified Team Diving or UTD Scuba or UTD Diving. Yeah. You gotta have an official name. It's UTD Scuba Diving. Okay. Yeah. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the UTD Scuba Diving Podcast. Jeff Suckendorf here with Ben Boss. Hey, Ben. Hi, hi, Jeff. Actually, next to you. Sitting in the same room, yeah. which only happens a couple times a year. But um, yeah, you were here for we're, for... we're just going to talk about what the last two weeks looked like, and then we'll, uh, we will have other stuff to record today. But uh, but yeah, it's great to have you in San Diego. Yeah, it's been fun here. Been a busy couple of weeks. We've done a lot of work. So um, actually had a weekend, like a normal weekend, day before yesterday and, and yesterday. Surfing. Well, Surfing? Well, it was first on Saturday, like normal people do on Saturday, they go for a long bike ride, and I did a nice run here behind your house in, right. in the ride, valley. Rode like 60 miles, right? 100 kilometers? Yeah, like Something. the circumference of Greater San Diego, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What did you call it? The, the, the bike ride of 10 cities or yeah, something? Yeah, five cities. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good fun. Yeah. And then, um, and you're heading back today? Shortly. Yeah. Yeah, flying out here in a couple hours, so back Back home. So let's let's kind of look at just uh, as a recap what we did this week. So it started. Um, yeah, we started with off overhead with overhead protocols. Right? Exactly with overhead protocols. Um, that that's basically the the preparation class for cave diving. Um, we did that here, and we can sort of do it anywhere. There is I don't know twenty feet six meters of water. So um, we had great fun. Uh, very realistic scenarios. I mean, at one point, I built a cave underwater with lions, and there were sea lions flying through the cave. I mean, obviously, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, this is this overhead protocols class happens generally in twenty feet of open water, six meters of open water. Yeah, and it, and it is really the prep, but it happens with a blacked out mask. Most yeah. of it, a lot of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's basically what we do on a cave. Uh, training dive, but it, we're not in a cave. So logistically and learning-wise, it can be much more efficient because we'll 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 put a line on the bottom, simulating the main line in the cave, and we'll put you know cave furniture in place, so to speak. We make small tie-offs, we make small jumps, we make small tees, and all that sort of stuff. So the navigation part. It's just like you're in a cave, except you're not. So when we do these dives and small things happen, we can just pop up to the surface, talk about them, and do another dive. So if small, th small things happen, you mean training failures? Yeah, training failures or just hiccups in, in, in the learning curve of the students. Instead of being in the actual environment, we can now get out and say, hey, Let's do a little surface debrief and then go down. So basically, over the course of an hour and a half in the water, we make five to eight dives. So learning-wise, the learning curve is super steep on those. It's funny. This course started economically. It started because people were going to Mexico to do Cave 1, and the first three and a half days were in the cenote in open water doing all of these skills before anybody ever went in a cave. So yeah. We just couldn't figure out why somebody had to spend all that time and all that money. And if they're going to spend six days down there, now they can have done overhead protocols at home, do the three-day second half of it, which is cave one, it's mainline only, and yep. then go spend three days cave diving. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's such a nice preparation because we can all the like small what what some people might consider as that's logical things out of the way without yeah wasting travel time and wasting time in a cave dive which takes more time to set up and swim to the main line and all that sort of stuff. Now we're just bobbing around. So we had a great time. We had two extremely engaged students, which was fantastic to work with. Yeah. So, all right. So that finished. And then the next step up was essentials of both. Yeah, exactly. Then uh, straight from one day to the next, we went into an essentials of tech uh, slash rec uh, combined. And with with students from all over uh, the States, I think we had some from Texas. We had some from Maryland. Um, well, Lisa was from Chicago. Or we Chicago, did a pod- yes. yeah. So we published a podcast with Lisa Wynn uh, a couple days ago, and yeah. she was one of the essential students. So if you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen to Lisa talking about her experience in essentials. But apparently it just went... I wasn't here. It, I was out of town. But apparently it just went really, really well. Yeah, I think, that, Jeff, that the, the biggest thing of these type of courses is the students determine how well it goes, to be honest. And that's not from a skill point of view. It's from an ex- excitement and dedication point of view. And it's just, for me, that's uh, such a, I feel such a privileged that I get to travel the world to meet these super dedicated divers that really want to dive in, no pun intended, to their technique and their development as a diver without going deeper or further or blah, 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 extra gases. They're really focusing on getting dialed in as a diver and it's just humbling to see um, how some of the really experienced divers um, come to these programs like one of the one of the divers in this overhead protocols program was a fully certified cave diver but found out there were maybe gaps in in the way he was diving Um, so decided to go this route so and the same with these 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 people on the essentials class um, it's just what they what they get out of it is sometimes so much more than buoyancy trim and propulsion what you hear you know so it, this is really the part of our philosophy as a business that I think is probably the most important thing we could ever talk about which is you know we've always said we are not for everybody no and we don't want to be for everybody because it's not the the business model we have our business model is we are a powerful boutique training agency and you know our clientele our students are people who really want to learn to dive well who want to advance their personal skills who want to reach the highest level they can and you know i think that that you know at least ben and i together you know do everything we can to emulate that in our own lives yeah right through you know cycling triathlon teaching, living, you know, living this, this, you know, we, we walk our talk. Yeah. I think in every day. And and that's the part that, so when you do an essentials class for, for cave divers, to me, that's the most satisfying thing I could hear about the way UTD is progressing is that we are drawing in people who just want to be better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's funny because Last night, you guys had some friends come over, and he was a very, very keen and accomplished photographer that knows a lot about photography. And we got to talking about the pictures he made, and they were absolutely stunning pictures he showed on his phone. 
And then later the conversation went to, hey, what are you guys doing? It's like, okay, well, scuba industry. And, ah, that's like um, a scuba agency. So, yeah. Um, but we, we, we tend to uh, a little bit, uh, tend to focus a little bit more on the people that really, like you just said, dig into what we can get out of ourselves. And then I made the the analogy between him as a photographer that takes his hobby one step further than just someone who buys a camera for the holiday shots. And that's the same thing here, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this guy's serious. He's traveled the world making amazing photographs. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so then that happened. Then we had a party. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. We oh had, my God. had a little UTD party. We have a little um, celebratory announcement coming up that we're, I guess we're going to tease it, right? Yeah, we can tease it. We'll just tease it that we yeah. have some really cool stuff coming up from a um, sort of management and administrative um, thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that yeah, in, exactly. you know, in the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, so we had a party. We got a chance to meet some of the local um, uh, account people yeah local diving community we have well was basically uh, everyone and anyone in the area yeah from instructors to divers to industry professionals it was a great time yeah and a taco bar taco bar amazing tacos <laughs> yeah all that so that happened and then that moved into an instructor development course which basically tied us up for the last week yeah yeah we finished the week off with, with a nice and light course of the instructor <laughs> development course <laughs> and that went really well oh so, yeah so now we have one additional instructor in san diego and yeah. um and scheduled another idc for november i think on the east coast yeah um, along with Cave One and some other stuff. So when you're here for DEMA, you'll be doing a bunch of that. Yes. And uh, yeah, overall, it's been just a really fun week. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks. And I, I mean, the IDC as well, it was with one of the lifeguards here from this area. And it's, to me, it's just amazing to see the dedication of lifeguards because we saw these young lifeguards running around on the beach like kids. And it's like a, almost like a, correct me if I'm wrong, almost like summer camp, but then as a lifeguard. So you can send your kids out to actually learn a life skill is fantastic. And when you hear that the dedication that goes into educating the lifeguards in all sorts of water sports, surfing and and, and, and diving, obviously, it's it's really wow. I think yeah. a lot of companies or a lot of countries can learn something from that approach. I, I mean when I was a kid I took the, the Red Cross course so I could sit next to the pool, but you know, in San Diego, the lifeguards are part of the fire department and they are, mm. you know, it's a serious, legit, real, very real job. It's not, yeah, it's not high school kids looking for something to do on the summer. No, no, that, that's yeah. the vibe I got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's all. We just wanted to do a quick check-in coming up. We have, um, we're all going back to our lives starting basically today and then yeah. <laughs> back in November, you'll be here for DEMA and then um, another round of tech and cave classes and yep. idc yeah exactly be fun awesome yeah no it's a good time to have you here cool yeah same time what's uh always nice to be here in san diego i'm gonna definitely miss my shorts and flip-flops that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so st uh stay tuned for more content coming up we're uh we have podcasts coming on rebreathers we have more podcasts with the people who participated in our recent spate of clock courses more on coaching uh, there's tons, tons going on at UTD. We're just going on fire right now. Yeah, we're, we're moving. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.
going outside One way Working down the street